0: Hi, welcome to Part of the Story, Red Deer Public Library's official podcast. I'm Sage Black. And I'm Claire Brown. And today we are welcoming Shannon Larondel, a children's
1: programmer here at Red Deer Public Library. Welcome, Shannon. Thank you for coming. Hello. <laughs> Happy to be here. Shannon's been with the library for about seven years now. Sounds about right. hmm And has been a children's programmer for a lot of that time.
2: Mm, maybe three years now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You did
1: a, like, uh, absentee... Re- Why didn't you? Yeah, I filled in for Carrie when she took a little leave there. Yeah. So now children's full time. Mm Hmm. Well, well. I don't work full library time. time. (laughs) Yeah, full library time. (laughs) It's your department. That's right. When I'm here, I'm full on. (laughs) Full on with the babies. So I know toddlers. I guess right. Toddlers. That's my jam. Nice. <laughs> yeah, they're awesome. So Shannon is a longtime reader, writer, and programmer here at the library. So we're talking to her a little bit about those passions and how she's turned that into a pursuit here at Rogerer Public Library as well.
0: Yeah, so um, to kind of get started, do you have any like memories when you were young of books that really stand out to you still to this day? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I do. Um,
2: the monster at the end of this book with our little lovable furry pal Grover. <laughs> yeah, I remember asking my mom to read that again and again and again, and I, I thought it was really funny because <laughs> he was really scared,
1: <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of a weird thing. Like that we like books like this Grover book mm-hmm. because he's scared. Like somehow that's humorous to us. <laughs> that's like Maybe. it's a strange empathy thing could be i think it's the
2: it's not really irony of the book it's the way the humor plays out in the book that no other books do right the main character does not want you to go forward (laughs) something (laughs) bad is going to happen but as a child you realize maybe you're scared but he's more scared and so (laughs) then it becomes less of a problem because he's taking all of your emotional burden for you through that and i don't know somehow it's yeah it was good you may you have a friend suffering through it together <laughs> I, I don't know i don't know what's in that's company
1: <laughs> maybe <laughs> that's
2: it yeah I know, i'm not sure what the appeal is but i sure love that book the trickery in it right? <laughs> <laughs> something like <laughs> that it was which really is
1: strange i like that he was scared and that there are tricks <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe that's uh oh gee was something about, about kids, that. like, <laughs> just how it is. But there was
2: a song that I sung to this tour that came in one time in the back. And it was a, for a Halloween. I think it was some girl guides. And it's that old school Raffi song. And you do it like real quiet. Like, and it's about this woman. And she's all skin and bones. And she lives in the graveyard. Oh, and I and I you that sing that. it really <laughs> soft. Yeah. And then she goes to the closet to get a broom. And then all of a sudden she opens the door. And boom! And I think there was probably seven kids. Back. <laughs> and I thought that was the best standalabber ever. <laughs>
1: So you like it, inflicting trauma upon unsuspecting children. Through <laughs> either song, rhyme, or story. Whatever it takes. Yeah. You are prepared. Dedication. And to the Tonight
2: job. for our uh, crew, we're doing bad art, so I don't know what we're <laughs> going to come up
1: with tonight. So. Uh, Way to be yeah, influenced by this, hopefully. We'll see. Maybe. So are you a revisitor of books? A re-reader? No. No, there's
2: way too many books in the universe to be able to have to read the same one. That ones hurts again. my heart, Shannon. It I'm hurts sorry. my heart. I'm a rereader from, yeah. like, a long time back. The Gown. Have you read that one recently?
1: Is that the Jennifer something? Cassandra Clare. Oh, name? I don't. We're broken Don't up. do that. You know, Cassandra mm-hmm. Clare and I have broken up. Oh, I'm so oh, sorry. What yeah. did she do? I mean, it happened. <laughs> I've read with a lot of authors, if we're being honest. Like... And then i revisit them later like Love i'll give them, them a for a year chance. yeah get over it yeah.
2: i think a book can speak to you depending on where you are in your journey yes and some books will speak louder at some parts if you go back and try to read a Judy Bloom book. Oh, yeah. And Summer
1: Sisters. Ooh. I got to say, like, I feel like I prepare yeah, for Summer wow. Sisters every year.
2: You read it again and you're like, ooh, that, I thought that was good.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: but, yeah, I did, and I loved it when I read it. but It, it had its time and place. Uh, yeah, and you know. it doesn't fit
1: for a 45-year-old woman anymore. No. no. <laughs> no but does it even, out. like, give you those feelings? Or does it just make you think, oh, I wasn't right (laughs) like this. This This is very wrong.
2: (laughs) None of this is the way I thought. It's all trickery. (laughs) No, I don't know. I just... It it felt so, like, written for me at the time. And now that I read it, it's like, well, that's not for me right now. And And I I don't want it to be. I don't want it to be, no. No, no, no. Um, I feel good a little bit that I'm well past that phase. You couldn't pay me money to go back there. But, um, (laughs) yeah, some of those books, that's what I feel about rereading is the...
1: Is the time it's and place just it. passes yep. you. That's right. Yeah, and your memory of the book will be tarnished in some way, perhaps. If you revisit, mm-hmm. and it's perhaps. not the same feeling, yeah. a disappointment.
2: Yeah, and I find the more, the more that you gain your wisdom, the more that you're far more critical of the books that you read. I don't know if you know experience that yourselves, but I, I'll read it and I'll be like, what. That's not an appropriate response to that situation, <laughs> you know. And so then I've, I've, you know, checked that one out because that, you know, I, and not appropriate, but maybe I've never felt that or not in my experience to you. that doesn't
1: jive with what other people yeah. that I know or at experienced. the point in your life where you're just like I would not behave in such a manner. Perhaps, Why are you behaving? Yeah, in such yeah. A perhaps. Manner? Yeah. yeah, there's
2: more judgment for
1: sure. I'm ashamed to say, but yes. See, um, and I'm like a Harlequin reader, so. I'm okay with some of those things <laughs> that, like, other people are not okay with. It's more like, what is the book trying to be versus, like, is this, like, literature?
2: You know what I mean? Well, and I I, now coming from more of an author perspective, I, everyone's like, oh, so what are you trying to, to say in your book? Nothing. I'm not trying <laughs> to say that. anything. There's no
0: hidden, oh, hidden no, story, No, all of agenda. this is in
2: my head, and it just comes out through the keyboard when I sit down to write it I'm really not in control of it so I don't have this like mastermind plan that yeah I'm gonna you know speak to this topic and you know I have somebody in my book who's disabled and they're in like a a long-term cares situation and they're like oh so you're gonna you know try to talk about abilities and you know different able people and and like yeah yeah nope nope that (laughs) just happened to be a really cool thing that came out and yeah that's what happened to Troy's sister sorry yeah that's and and that's all it does yeah. so it's not like a, a greater agenda at all. not well no. maybe going back over when it's all finished yeah perhaps maybe it'll be, be a new thing maybe <laughs> I'll <laughs> try to be uh, endorsed by the ableism society of Ridger. I don't know so stay tuned is what <laughs> no, you're saying maybe. yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> motives can change I'm already shopping <laughs> the book out <laughs> yeah.
1: it's not even written yet yes, contact Shannon shopping. if you'd like to purchase <laughs> she's ready somewhat the original copy <laughs> yeah
2: yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've set a deadline for for Christmas. I have to oh. have this one finished for Christmas. Okay. Yeah. That's soon. There's a quote by uh, Lewis Carroll that says, the only thing that you need to do when you write a book is finish it. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, oh. I mean, that's a big part it's of it. The <laughs> only thing that you really need
2: to do and then work from there. So I have that all printed out in my bulletin board behind my desk so every day
1: I see it yeah like just finish the damn book (laughs) (laughs) so when you are writing do you write in the same place all the time because like some people say like treat it like a job Mm -hmm. have your set hours your set time your set space or are you more flexible in terms of hours time well I mean being a mom having another job etc probably finding the time too, right Mm -hmm probably not like full-time like nine to five but <laughs> <laughs> you know what i, I mean. would love like, it to be yeah. oh you want to be the... nora roberts i feel like there's like five authors in the world that, that could do just, that that are just like writers yeah writers only with yeah no, it's no like wanting
2: job. to be a professional yeah. hockey player yeah. i really don't think i'm gonna make the draft but <laughs> it's still a fun you <laughs> <laughs> pursuit like it's kind of like people like to go running and do their 5K or whatever. It makes them feel good. That's me and they're not writing. necessarily
1: running the Boston Marathon No, writer. and that's okay. <laughs> yeah. You're just
2: going out there to do it. And for me, sitting down in front of my computer for an hour or two,
1: just getting things out onto the screen is the ultimate. It's awesome. So we jumped ahead of ourselves a little bit. <laughs> but when did you know that writing was interesting to you, that you were good at it, that you liked it, that... It was telling the story and not just reading the story. Well, no one ever said I was good at it. Well, we are saying But it I do it. <laughs> I mean, we are making the
2: assumption. Yeah. <laughs> it's too soon for that. Too soon for that. But um, I don't know. I I started writing uh, one time when my kids were ill. There was throw-up in our house, and sheets had to be washed in the middle of the night, and I was waiting for the dryer to finish so that I could make this kid's bed and put him back in his own bed and then go to bed and uh, I just sat down in front of the computer and I just started writing and then this story came out and it I it was well past the dryer was finished and I was still writing I didn't want to stop.
1: And was this your original story or is this yeah. like a first?
2: No this was the first thing that came out and it's the only one that's come out quite like that I'm, And this is
1: your Christmas deadline? This
2: is mm-hmm. the one that's on the Christmas deadline. Mm-hmm. This happened 10 years ago. <laughs> so <laughs> so like, it's it been went... the deadline for a few years. <laughs> that, it, the first couple of years, it was like, oh, by the end of summer. And then that didn't happen. So then it was like New Year's, and then that didn't happen. And, okay, next year. And then it just dropped off the planet. I was tired of people asking me, how's your book going? Because yeah. it wasn't going. And yeah. I didn't want to talk about that and yeah. why yeah. it wasn't going. Yeah. and You know. It's like, when was the last time you went to the gym? Do you want to talk about that? (laughs) No.
1: What was your weight? What were your measurements? How are you doing compared to this time last year? No, let's not talk about that. So, uh,
2: recently I've been going to the Festival of Words in Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. And listening to other authors talk about their ideas and how they come out, I realized I wasn't a weirdo. I really thought sitting down and all this stuff coming out and the people and what they were doing and where they were going and how this was all gonna happen was just odd. I had yeah. not planned for them. I didn't do the whole, you know, timeline and this mm-hmm. is when they're gonna meet and this is when the accident happens and all this. I never did any of that. It just blew yeah. it all out there yeah. and I, I thought that maybe I was really weird. <laughs> and then no. Oh. So I go to these these uh, festivals and I just recently went to WordFest in Calgary. And it seems like a lot of authors are very much like me. The story is there, and we're it just, just comes out. out yeah, a thing that you need to like release. Michael Crummy. He was he wrote this new book. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but it's the two kids that were found in the isolated um, Newfoundland village um, back in the early 1900s, and it's actually a piece of of journalism that he found and the story just kind of rattled around in his head and he said that the book has to be written on this he said I didn't really want to because it had some dark pieces in it and yeah. I wasn't sure if I was ready for that but he said it just came out and I just had to and it had, it. To. it had to had to come yeah. and that kind of made me go oh okay so this is a normal process, this for creative people yeah. that have these things inside and honestly I don't know what's going to happen next. I really <laughs> so it will come it out when it's ready. ready. Yeah, <laughs> that's right.
0: That's right. I don't know. Interesting. So with so. that, if you don't really have like a, a timeline set out and you're not like going and planning and like putting it all together, mm-hmm. if it just comes out, do you ever have periods of like writer's block or like struggles in expressing the thoughts or and they for just those listening at home sage just put writer's
1: block in air quotations just so that we're all on the oh, same yeah, page Oh yeah, sorry.
2: <laughs> um well, that's like do you suffer gym block when you don't go to the gym for a while? It's I would know yeah. how that feels. <laughs> the same thing you're either doing it or you're not doing it and it's a choice Uh honestly I think
1: um you have that school like write every day even if you don't know oh gosh no I wish I wish (laughs)
2: because then I would be way more fit and I I
1: would have a novel
2: written (laughs) Um, no, I, my slothfulness definitely uh, is showing in my creativity.
1: <laughs> so you need like that spark moment to be like, I need to get back to the computer right now versus just, oh, no, i got to just type a few sentences and see what happens.
2: That's usually where the magic happens, yeah. and that's where the whole birth of the right every day, because then you'll create magic, and yeah. I, I really believe that. Yeah. Same as if you went to the gym every day. You'd have a physique that was a... a Lovely thing to look at, right? <laughs> well, I don't have one of those, and I don't have a book either. So, um, I'm working at that. I'm yes. trying to make it more of a habit. Um, right now, we're
1: right in the middle of NaNoWriMo, oh yeah, National Novel Writing Month, mm-hmm. and um, which we have some programs at the library for anybody who's interested.
2: <laughs> so, and we were working with our crew group about that our young our young author sort of conversation group and. Um, challenging them to just be creative in the path that they want to be whatever they're comfortable with it if that's writing a pic or drawing a picture because they're a, they, you know Visual, they're into graphic novels yeah. or whatever one of those a day but just keeping at it for the full month
1: yeah. um, That's and a good encouragement to start young I mm-hmm. think that is helpful moving forward as a creative person because you wait for that spark and inspiration but no, just do something every day. Mm-hmm. You might find that spark in that
0: everyday kind of work. And then it might also just become a habit too if you're doing yeah. it every day for at least you know however long from a young and
1: age instead of all of us. Well, yeah. Sage goes to the gym, <laughs> but like. I try. All of us, like, not going to the gym, not (laughs) writing every day, not doing whatever that you want to do, need to do, feel like you Mm -hmm. want to be a part of. Mm -hmm. But then it's just like, well... But I could just do Mm -hmm. nothing Mm -hmm. instead. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's just a human struggle. We're we're all there. We all do
1: it. What is the dream? Like, is it publication? Is it the joy of knowing that you have a finished novel? Is it sending it off to a beta reader? Like, what is the... What's the end? What happens after Christmas if you have it done?
2: Twelve. Mm, I'll put you yeah. on the spot or Does no. it get sent oh. around. Yes, everyone okay. here gets yeah. to
1: read it, so we'll just. So I'm definitely <laughs> afraid
2: of letting anyone else read it because I am so certain that it's horrible. And, and I think I, that's part of being creative. Yes, yeah. it yeah. absolutely is. So I need, I need to share it with yeah. somebody. And I know you've graciously offered, like
1: I could be your beta. (laughs) I know. I mean, it's not like I love robots or whatever. It's fine. Like, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) I'll take Um, one for the team.
2: So yeah, I don't. I don't know. The goal always wasn't to be this famous author that wrote all the books. Yeah, Um, but. When Actually, sad story. We were at a funeral for one of my friends from high school. And apparently at our 10-year graduation anniversary get-together, I had said to everybody that I was writing an novel. And I was at that time. (laughs) It had gone on pause after that, but I didn't at that time when I was right into it. And so then come our 20-year meetup. Um, somebody had asked me, you know, how's that novel going? And then met with most of the the friends from school at this funeral, and um, uh, she was the valedictorian of the class. And we weren't really friends; I don't fit into that category quite <laughs> so well. Um, but I mean, she was a, a lovely lady, and we chatted at the funeral a little bit. And she said, "How's that book going?" I was like, "Wow." A, blown away that, you know, you've remembered that I was doing one. And then she said, well, I've written one. And I was like, "Mm -hmm. oh, great. (laughs) Awesome. I see how this is going. Surrounded by all my high school uh, peers. And then, boom, you drop that one on me. But she was kind enough to say, I'm published, so if you need anything, let me know. And I thought, oh, I took it as kind of a slight at first. Yeah, and then yeah. I realized, no, that's not what it has to be. Yeah. Um, and I came back to the library, got her book, checked that right out. And uh, as I was reading it, it went, mine's not so different. Mine is in the same level. Like, I enjoyed reading her book. Mm-hmm. I enjoy reading my book. So why not what's the
1: difference yeah what's the difference why can't why, can't, why yeah. can't i yeah. and
2: so then that sort of gave me that push that i kind of needed to to start to have the goal of finishing and and get there and sure publishing it is fine yeah. even just getting over the hurdle of having someone else read yeah. it would be amazing <laughs> that, that's a huge self-esteem marker for me so yeah. Once I get there, yeah, that's great. And it, whatever happens after that, I would like to shop it. Yeah. I have mm-hmm. a connection, obviously, with yeah. her, and uh, she's been in that arena before. She's a published author. Why wouldn't I, you know, take the try? advantage? Right? Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, not, you don't want to be regretful later. No. You don't want to come back to that finished book 10 years from now and be like, it was good. Why didn't I send it then? Right? Exactly. Yeah yeah and I, I sit with that right now yeah like why didn't
2: I finish it back when I had all that oomph and drive and I was so excited about it and yeah. I just set it aside not doing anything with it and now I'm like oh wow I could have been writing you know a whole bunch of more novels <laughs> in this <laughs> time so yeah there's, there's that for sure I yeah. don't I don't want to have a regret about that but Really, the, the biggest thing is that I really like this book, and yeah. every time I go back to start reading it, I'm like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen, <laughs> even though <laughs> you're in what's going
1: to happen.
2: <laughs> I already know, but I really like the story, and I just imagine my character in there, and I, I want to live in that town. It's like when I read Hogwarts. I so wanted to move to Hogwarts. Yeah. Mm. I wanted to be a student. Like, why didn't I get that letter? So oh, bad. Yeah. <laughs> and so then, yeah, this is sort of like, I want to live where Stephanie lives, and I want to do this. And I, yeah, the grocery store is for sale. I'll buy that from that <laughs> business in that town. Okay, so this kind of thing. And I think, why wouldn't I share that with somebody else? Somebody else would like to read that too, yeah. why, not just me. Mm-hmm. So why exactly. not?
1: Exactly. I love this story about, uh, I think, Gwendolyn Christie from Game of Thrones. That she wasn't uh, submitted for an Emmy this last year, and so she submitted herself. Yeah, she believed in herself, and I think that that is the biggest thing. Like believe until. And it's like like quite a lot of money
0: to like submit someone. right? you have to pay a a hefty. (laughs) I think it is.
1: So, but for someone to look at your work, your body of work, and and say, you know what, it was good, but not special enough. Yeah. Mm. So like, you have to be that person to be like, I am special enough. Like why not me? Mm-hmm. Like we were saying, like why not you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no, there's no reason. Yeah, there isn't.
0: Yeah.
2: And
1: about everything exactly in life, there isn't a reason
2: why you yeah. can't. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely.
1: You have to leap because no and one's going to leap for you. Mm-hmm.
2: It's true. And if you don't believe that you're good enough, no one else will. So yeah. you have to have that first before yeah. you can convince anyone else. Yeah. yeah, exactly.
0: So you spoke about crew a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a program that you run here at the library Mm -hmm. so do you think that having that background as a writer and having that as a passion do you think that helps you turn that passion into programming
2: yeah for sure Um, we started crew back maybe two years ago now Um, I was working uh, Monday night and I wanted to see who we could get into the library for more programming yeah and I had belonged to the Red Deers writing group, Writers Inc, mm-hmm. um, moons ago when I was doing all my fabulous writing <laughs> moments. <laughs> when you were in it. <laughs> when well, I was in it, and um, I realized then that, that I I got a lot out of that group, um, just as far as watching the creativity happen. And I love kids, I love working with kids, they're way more honest than adults. <laughs> and. Um, Yeah. So I said, "Well, I could. I can help you come up with setting. I can help you with character. I can help you with. I have that ability to pass that on to people who are interested." Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we created the young authors. Club, it was, oh yak. right. That was the mm-hmm. first iteration, and it was. And uh, it was for kids that liked to write, and it was supposed to be a club, not a class. We didn't want to be all teachy yeah. and you know, get your pencils out, yeah. No. This was <laughs> yeah. a place for creativity, and um, we invited the Alberta Writers Group to come. They sent us a really great guy. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. But he came and he did some creative exercises with the kids. And it was really neat to see sort of the impact. Some of these kids had stuff inside and it was coming out. And maybe because their guard was down... Because they were having fun, that they could produce some of this stuff that they didn't even know they had, and that to me was amazing. I remember finishing off that group every Monday, going, "Oh, that was awesome!" (laughs) So that's what I wanted wanted it to be. Yeah, that's exactly what I wanted. So I think I liked it more than the kids. (laughs) That first, that first. group had 52 registrants. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And that Jeez. was grade, <laughs> grade four to grade eight kind of in the, oh my goodness. Grade, that's like no, all you grade could, four to grade seven. All maybe. you could hope for. Yeah. Oh, program, it was right? fantastic. That's like a of deal. Yeah. 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 So we were a little scared yeah. because we didn't know how many, you know, how, what that was even going like, to look what exactly like. But we like. had yeah. no idea. And, um, uh, we were sort of running off, I run it with Jana Olsen here at the library also, and she has teacher training background. Mm-hmm. So she has lots of really awesome ideas to help with, you know, large sort of group. <laughs> yes. So um, yeah, between the two of us, I think we delivered an awesome program yeah, and that's uh, we still have some of the same kids that came that first time around still with us, still creating in our new version of it called Crew.
1: Yeah. Which is kind of nice that you open it up a little bit to not just writers, because not everyone thinks in that way or is creative in that way. So the idea that you can come with other creative people, seeing what other kids your age are Mm -hmm. doing or interested in, Mm -hmm. you can probably find an inspiration there that you wouldn't normally, I guess, with just everyone doing the same type of creation. It's true. It helps, because there's some that want to just draw, and there's some that...
2: Don't even want to write at all. They're there because their parent signed them <laughs> up. But they offer their own special little something, something because yeah. of where they're coming from and what they have. And yeah. um, we appeal a lot to homeschool families because it's a way to be social yeah. and Part also of a have. Different community. That's correct. Yeah. Meeting some other kids and learning how that dynamic works. And. Uh, yeah, it's been good to to put it all in there. I would personally love to see it go back to just writing. Yes. That. <laughs> That's or where I, your love lies. Absolutely. But w- in Red Deer, it's such a narrow market.
0: Yeah. And
2: there's not a lot of, you know, six to... Twelve-year-olds that that want to be little so authors. <laughs> well, I, or I haven't met them yet. Yeah. I haven't got them to come to they the class. have That's yet. correct. So, um, get the word out there. All those little six to twelve-year-olds that really want to to write. I mean, um, six-year-old that's tough because you're just starting to learn. And we had yeah. some grade three kids that were in, and that was a struggle because they're just starting to put sentences together. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. creating a setting or a mood is like what? That's. <laughs> <tough. Yeah. laughs> he so went to a lake <laughs> yes. but even that's the that yeah. that's the beginnings right yeah. and then you yeah. can work with that what mm-hmm. kind of lake slimy lake yeah. stinky lake mm. yeah. blue, blue lake mountain <laughs> lake right like <laughs> there's lots you can do and, then, and their eyes just kind of get bigger they're like, like oh, oh yeah. I can yeah
1: that's okay. the, that's the yeah. fun part that's the magic I really uh, enjoy nice do you ever see yourself translating that into different age groups teens or adults here at the library I have teens living at
2: my house right now, so no. Um, Adults for sure, although that goes speaks again to my vulnerability about sharing, and I would be very um, worried that some adult would say, "Wow, not not quite like that," or "Don't do that way," or whatever, and I'd be like, "Oh well, my credibility's out the window." So just talk amongst (laughs) yourselves. (laughs) <laughs> Great writing group, guys. Yeah. <laughs> See you later. Like, thank
1: you for everything, Mia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah,
2: lovely. Yeah. I mean, I, w- I can share my creativity absolutely. Like you know, if somebody says I have this sentence, but I really want it to say this instead, and How let's I get let's make it do that. Yeah. I c- I could totally help you with that. Wait, like what? Where do you want to go? Yeah, I can help that, but um, yeah,
1: but you're not know. there yet. Once you're published author yeah. and you're famous... Well, yeah. I, that. I can just show them talk. my yeah. book and I'll be like, hey, you have to listen to me now. Hello, I'm published. Yeah, I need <laughs> a name tag. Yeah, that's going to be the, the badge there that
2: helps me with the work in the room for adults for sure.
1: So thank you so much for joining us today, Shannon, and being our first official guest mm-hmm. on our podcast. It's been lovely. So as we said in our last time... We will always end our podcast with what we're reading, what we're watching, and what we're listening to. We'll let Shannon go
0: last, so that she has a minute <laughs> to sort of collect her thoughts. And uh, Sage, take us take us there. I am currently mm-hmm. reading Lisa Lutz's The Swallows. Just started that one. It's mm-hmm. pretty good. I got it first. So no rips, no stains. I love no it's <laughs> a new <laughs> book from the it's library. It's pretty good. I'm watching season four of My Hero Academia. Oh. Um, just came out it's pretty good also <laughs> and then I'm listening to the Jenna Julian podcast
1: nice. so yesterday I started Ronan Farrow's book Catch and Kill and I'm like deep into it I'm like 200 pages in I cannot stop reading it it reads like a spy novel seriously like it's amazing <laughs> um, I'm watching I should say re-watching Silicon Valley the greatest nice. I just love it so much makes me so happy and I'm listening to a 90s playlist On repeat. I'm not gonna lie. Like White Town, Your Woman is like in my head. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's deep.
2: Nice. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. Um, Right now, I have a book that is. uh, It's got a swear word in the title, so I won't say it. But it's (laughs) Unblank Your Intimacy. Okay. Which is a nonfiction. about relationships and exploring where you are on that one good one also the Stephen King on writing book it's oh, nice. always on the bedside table it's such a good book um, watching a Netflix series called Atypical
1: Oh I love that so, so, it's
2: a good so one. good <laughs> and listening um, I get prompts from the is it the modern Mrs. Darcy? Okay. Uh, yeah. the podcast mm-hmm. sort of um, blow out there and I get lots of different little ideas
1: and I just listen to the short little ones That's time. as you're going with your day that's yes. yeah, great yeah, perfect. <laughs> well thank you so much for joining us bye, bye guys. guys yay <laughs>